welcome to Freaky Fauna Friday, where every Friday we take a little time and explore some of the freaks of nature from around the planet we cherish so deeply. So please, jump aboard and let's explore the wilds together. Ah, Welcome back to Freaky Fauna Friday. I am the great and peaceful mystery. And I'm Jay. And yes. I, you know, I feel peaceful too. Ah. It's a new year and a new desk. <laughs> yes. So, gotta shout them out. Mark Collins made us an amazing desk. It's one of the big resin tables and my favorite colors. What are you looking at? I'm looking for um, also another sponsor. Uh, oh. I can read off later after this one. Uh, anyways. If you'd like to get in, we posted the table video on Facebook and Instagram. Check it out. It's really amazing. Thank it's, you, Mark. It's freaking sweet. But if you need to, if you want to support a local business, man, and get your own version of this table or something similar, I've seen him do all kinds of work, but it's www.collinscustomfurnishings.com. Phone number is four seven, or sorry, phone number is 774-219-3549. And then the link's below. In the description. But yes, thank you. Thank you, Mark. All right, now on to the freaky fauna. Ooh. What the are we only, gonna... This is the only animal that actually scares me in the ocean. I would not be in the water with. I've been in the water with bull sharks, pretty large ones, uh, ha- giant hammerheads. I've seen, I've hooked a, yeah. like, actually, truly monster hammerhead. It almost one killed time. you. Yeah. Uh, so, and I've been in the water with dolphins and seen humpbacks and all. All those animals, you know how they're going to react, in my opinion. Sharks aren't dangerous if you're respectful and you know what to do and what not to do. If you start splashing, trying to get away from them, they're going to bite you. Yeah. Because you're giving them reactionary cues. Dolphins, you know, they're kind of, you know, 50-50 with what they're going to do. Yeah, either they're going to, like, be nice to you or rape you. Rape you. We just, I was just on the show this weekend and we talked about that for, like, we talked about humpback whales and dolphins, how different they these are. cetaceans are. But yeah, so the Humboldt squid. Humboldt squid, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Humboldt squid is scientific name as Decesian gigas, mm. also known as the jumbo squid. Okay. Now, not Dumbo, jumbo. No, jumbo, like the shrimp. Yeah. It's one of the largest <laughs> predatory squid species of cephalopods. So it's weird. Cephalopods have this like branching of sizes. Okay. Most cephalopods, as far as squids, can fit in your hand. Okay. Most of them are like the foot long, everything from like, we talked about firefly squids on here before. Yeah. Like all kinds of stuff. That's the most common species of squid. And they're actually a gigantic bulk of that basal predator or basal organism of the food chain in the ocean. Like sardines and, and anchovies and, you know, all these and squid make up the giant bulk of the first primary feeders in the ocean. Okay. So they're eating really tiny stuff. And then, you know, most predators are eating them. Uh, you see people catch like marlins and tuna. They cut them open. They're mostly full of like squid that are like six inches long. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Huh. And that's due to their fast reproductive rate. Squids don't live very long. We talked about that when we did giant squids. Yeah. You know, they only live to be a couple years old. Yeah. But they produce, you know, hundreds of thousands of babies, you know, in one go. And squid are only in saltwater ocean, right? Yeah. There's no fresh There's no fresh for squid. Okay. Uh, actually, maybe on the main show one day, we'll cover the tree octopus of California. Okay. It's maybe the only freshwater cephalopod. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, but yeah, the Humboldt squid. 
Uh, Native to the eastern Pacific Ocean warm waters, their population has flourished in recent years, such as far north as Alaska. Wow. Uh, Yeah, so they, uh, due to ocean climates changing, their population has skyrocketed. Okay. Because they're, they're warm water species. Gotcha. So now they're just starting to like adapt to cold water? Is no. That what you're saying? The cold water is getting warm. Oh, gotcha. They didn't change. The ocean changed. Okay. Then uh, we know that with like the Antarctic ice sheets or the Arctic ice sheets not coming back anymore. Oh, don't get me started. It is. I mean, it's, yeah, I got friends in Alaska and stuff, and they actually have whole Inuit, like basically refugee camps because a lot of their life right. changing. But these squids are be- one of the few animals that are benefiting from that big change. Moving into these these waters, these new habitats. Uncharted territories. Uh, scientists have predicted a very vast expansion may threaten the ocean's ecosystem food chain in different regions. But these large squids are as far more than it's just habitat. Yeah, they're, they're actually worried about these guys who collapse in the Alaskan fishery. Oh, well, they better, maybe they're, they're going to start getting used to eating calamari, I guess. Yeah, well, it's going to, you know, they're eating, a lot of these organisms are not used to these giant predatory squids. Oh, yeah, I forgot. These are the big squids we're talking now. The Humboldt's, right? The Humboldt's, yes. Yeah. I'm not talking about the little footlong guys. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm talking about the man-sized squids. How big How big are Humboldt's? Perfect. Let's talk about their size. Considering one of the largest Amiostrophiidae squid family, which is, you know, members, the giant squids, the colossal squids, are all in the same family. Okay. Uh, Humboldt's can grow eight feet long. Oh. The world record, though, is eight feet and five inches. Okay. And they weigh up to 100 to 150 pounds. So that's the biggest. Mm-hmm. What's on the average, I guess? Six foot. Gosh, dang. And they will kill you. We'll talk about that in a minute. They will kill you. I didn't know they're... Now, does that include their... their uh, well, not, not tentacles, but... They have they have eight arms yeah. and two feeding tentacles. So they so are tentacles? The, they're, the long, they're all tentacles, technically. Okay. But it's their lodging tentacles is what you're talking about. That the two include, long ones. Yeah, that doesn't include okay. that stretched out. Okay. They'd probably be 20 feet long, I don't know. Oh, that. my god! Because they're like elastic, right? Like an earthworm. Right, they can pull them, yeah. You can make an earthworm, you know, two foot long. and If you want, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, they get big. Uh, typically, though, adults reach a mature body length of four feet, 11 inches. So that's that six foot. That's just the body. Yeah. the the act, It's called the mantle. Yes. The part the, you chop above up. Above the eyes. And eat, yes. Yeah. The, uh, where you get the rings from. Yeah. So these guys are, yeah, they're crazy. The Humboldt squid has a mantle which takes up most of its body. They have two fins or wings on the top of the mantle. They have ten arms and tentacles. So the arms are the long ones. The tentacles are everything else. Uh, and a cone-shaped head with two large eyes and a beak. Mm-hmm. So everybody knows. Uh, they actually have cuttlefish. Have They call it a cuttlefish bone you buy for, like, your reptiles and birds. Uh, squid don't have a bone. They actually have this. It's like a, a cartilage feather that supports their mantle, keeps the shape. Okay. It's very weird. When we used to use squid for bait yeah. in Florida, we'd pull them out, and you could pull them, and they actually open and close. It's it's extremely a weird characteristic if you've never dissected one. Hmm. So along with its 10 tentacles and two arms are longer for feeding. Like we talked about, they, they're the ones that jet out and grab food. Uh, the Humboldt squid's tentacles are also tough on the exterior. They're double-walled. Oh, wow. These guys are made for fighting. Yeah. These guys are bruisers. Yeah, they actually they do quite well on their own above their weight class. They're not an easy prey source. Each arm contains about 100 to over 200 barbed hook suckers. Gosh dang. So their suckers can rotate. They have essentially, you call it a claw or a tooth. On each sucker? On each sucker. And they can sit there and rotate. 
Oh. So you see on sperm whales fighting with giant squids yeah. and cross squids, they have these big holes punched out of them. Yep. Same thing. Yeah. Just a smaller version. Smaller compared to a colossal squid. And can't they control each individual yes. sucker? Okay. Oh my gosh. Like I said, these guys aren't pushovers. No. These powerful suckers help them grab, grip, and tear apart prey into bite-sized pieces. So their giant cousins are completely different with feeding behaviors. Uh, they can tear apart food. Keep in mind, so squids, their digestive system actually runs to the middle of their brain, which is kind of a weird statement hmm. to make, but it's, it's, you know, how they function. So they don't eat very big things, and they have to, you know, with their beak. Right. So most, like, giant squids and colossal squids, we we don't know a lot about colossal, we don't know a lot about giants, but we theorize they mostly are eating fish that they can just kind of swallow yeah. or tear apart into small chunks. These guys are fine with eating bigger things than them and just ripping it apart and yeah, then eating it. shredding it and eating it. They're quite the opposite. And it's maybe because of their habitat. They actually follow the night layer up. And so they're dealing with a lot more middle-sized predators often. Okay. Giant squids, classic squids are really only dealing, as far as we know, with whales and big sharks. Okay. So the less less competition, less predators. Right. So it makes a more docile animal. These guys are dealing with everybody in the ocean and their brother. Yeah. On an everyday basis. Uh, so yeah, they're 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 double walled tentacles. They're yeah. Moreover, the Humboldt squid can rapidly change color like most other cephalopods. Uh, they have a unique pigment cell called a chromatophore that helps them change their skin color, texture, and the speed of their color transformation occurs so quickly the human eye is unable to detect it. Oh dang! And like you know, we've talked about our 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 brains lie to us all the time. Oh yeah. And the eye is pretty much just the extension of the brain. Yeah. It's connected. Yeah. Well, it's all connected, but... Well, yeah. You know I, mean, I mean, it's like literally attached yeah. right to the brain. Not to mention the vastly magnificent sea creatures also are bioluminescent in origins. Hmm. These unique characteristics help them generate light with photospheres, which the Humboldt squid has the ability to change color and produce light, which makes camouflage an effective dark communication. Dark communication? These guys talk. Oh, they actually. Oh, through their light patterns. Yeah, light and color trans changing. Okay. Uh, additionally, researchers have found around twenty-eight colors that the Humboldt squid can change to as a part of their communication pattern. Specifically, skin color and light are believed to uh, to elect different meanings. They are used for various combinations, such as their own language. For example, when under attack by fishermen or predators, they become aggressive and agitated and turn on the bright red color. Yep, I've seen that. It's freaking scary. So they're generally white. Yeah, and well, they, they don't they flash that red? It's like red, white, red, they, white, red, they white. Can. Yeah, uh, that's more of a warning sign to other oh, okay. squid to be like, hey, 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 something's over here bugging us. Yeah. Uh, then it's they turn solid red, red. when they're mad. Jeez. So before I continue more, the aggressive thing is tenfold with these guys. Yeah. Uh, we don't know if they've killed divers. There's one diver we know of their death was caused by these guys, where they uh -huh. pretty much they had shark chain on too, and they just drowned him. Jeez. They bit through his air his air hose and everything and just started biting him and grabbing him. So while looking for, uh, I believe it was the Sea of Cortez, which is the Pacific, you know, it's it's near the Baja Peninsula okay. uh, of Mexico, Cal you know, just south of California in the yes. Pacific. Uh, one of the best researching grounds for Humboldt's. There's just hundreds of thousands of them in hmm. these areas. And you actually, there's a big thing in, in Mexico, big fishing community around just fishing for these guys. Wow. Uh, they use a big like, glow lure. Anyways. I wonder what they taste like. It's, they eat, like, you've eaten them. You may not have known it, but you have. What, like smaller versions of them? No, you've eaten them. They just cut them up into pieces. Oh, okay. 
Anyways. Like Squid. I, I don't care for it. I, I think they're too smart. <laughs> My world is anything with a language you probably shouldn't eat. Oh, uh, gotcha. Well, their flesh tastes good. Yeah. Dahmer said the same thing. I, I, I would rather him be torturing and cutting up squid than Anyways, kids and women and other men. They were they were searching for truly giant squids, and I mean actual monsters, not like, you know, giant squids, they get 40 to 45 feet long. We're talking, you know, something in the hundreds of foot range. Oh, geez. There's one beak of one of a giant ancestor squid. We have no idea how large it was. Yeah. If the beak ratios follow, it's, you know, a couple hundred feet wide. Jeez. Uh, we don't know, though. It could just be an extra large beak. It could have been eating more bulkier prey. Like, so the animal was actually smaller, but it had an oversized jaw yeah. to kind of help deal with eating bulkier it, prey. Yeah. Which, either way. It's like you know, something you'd find on Subnautica. Yeah. So the one time, they were they were basically putting these cameras on these Humboldt squids, releasing them, because they were the theoretical prey source for this colossal species okay. of mysterious cephalopod. Uh they had a lot of trouble with this. Every time they put a camera on a squid. Squid pulled off? No. Oh. The other squids would immediately rip that squid apart. Oh. The second Humboldt squids show any sign of weakness, injury, or sickness. Yeah. The other squids cannibalize them. Wow. So I think they did this a couple dozen times. And. Yep. They did this a couple dozen times. And. Uh, sorry. Threw me off. They finally got one down, and there's a video, and this is a very argued video, and, you know, this is something definitely we'll cover on the Crimson Corn one day, but a tentacle array opens up, getting ready to grab this Humboldt squid with a camera, Oh, and then the camera kind of, feed know, The feed yeah, cuts, yeah. yes. Because it gets eaten. Uh, one, somebody measured it at, like, 60 foot wide, which would have been giant squid range. Cut me mind wide. Wait, what do you mean? The tentacle array opening up to grab the Humboldt. It was 60 foot wide? Yeah, but. I mean, that's two tentacles, right? right. You're talking? Yeah. Yes. Like the okay. wingspan yes. of them opening up to grab something. Okay. So that's not crazy not that for big. a giant squid. Yeah. That, that's a big, that, no, it's as big as giant squid probably get. A couple of the other estimates put it at 120 and even 140. Oh, now that's so that's pretty about, big. Yeah, three times the size of our largest giant squids. Yeah, that's so colossal gigantic. squids aren't longer than giant squids; they're just heavier. Right. Yep. They're Their bulkier. mantles are huge, and that's yeah. because they live in the Arctic waters. Okay. They have Arctic and Antarctic, so they're they're dealing with cold water climates more often. The giant squids are basically the warm water counterpart to the colossals. Okay. They kind of do the same job, but they you know they're just cold versus warm. Right. So there's that thought that they they actually caught. A truly like a kraken on yeah on camera eating this Humboldt yeah. squid yeah yeah all right so lifespan and reproduction well it's seemingly powerful and intelligent marine invertebrate the Humboldt squid's lifespan is only one to two years long like most other cephalopods in the squid family they also rapidly go from birth you know one millimeter at birth and they grow to more than a meter in a single year hmm so from something that's, a that's great a lot. rice yeah to you know, the size of a toddler. Yeah, in one year. Or, I guess, you know, not even a toddler, like a six-year-old in a year. Yeah. Uh, during most of their relatively short lifespan, they can reproduce over a dozen times. So they just keep kicking out babies, and that's Dang. what squid do. Yeah. Humboldt squid reproduce by internal fertilization, and they typically produce at least one million eggs in a single batch. Oh, wow. Uh, some, fem some female Humboldt squids can lay over 20 million eggs in their lifespan. 
and that's which is more than any other known species of squid. The smaller females lay smaller egg masses, you know, one meter in diameter. They actually just got a picture of this in the, not Humboldt squids, a different species, but in the Atlantic Ocean, these divers came apart, this big jelly orb. Mm-hmm. They didn't know what it was. Oh, squid it's eggs. It's actually squid eggs. Huh. Uh, so they, that's what they produce. And they produce more eggs, you know, than any other squid. And that's probably because of that competition we talked about. Right, yeah. They're right in that weird... There's not a lot of squids in this size range. Right. Because there's, most, there's billions of squids that are smaller. They, you know, these schools that are, you know, a couple miles wide. And then there's few and then there's monsters. Giants. Yeah. And then there's these guys, because it's a hard niche to fight for. Mm-hmm. That's why another reason, probably why they're hyper-aggressive. There's a lot of competition. So the smaller females lay egg, and then the larger females have been documented laying an egg mass four meters in diameter. Oh, so, dang. Yeah. Four Almost, meters? Mm-hmm. That's a, it's huge. Mm-hmm. So like I said, Humboldt squid's eggs are in a gelatinous and transparent kind of mass floating free in the water. The human eye is unable to identify the eggs. They just look like a big like a big jelly ball. Okay. But the eggs are there. The Humboldt squid lives in the ocean's depths from 200 to 700 meters deep, which is 660 feet to 2,300 feet. Jeez. As a result, few studies exist on these mysterious creatures. They're just hard to study. Uh, they are native to Mexico's warm waters in South America's tip near Peru. Uh, however, in recent decades, like we said, they've migrated further in California, British Columbia, and along the northwest coast, all the way to Washington, and even as far as Alaska, they're starting to catch these guys. Hmm. Not good for Alaska. No, probably not. The wildlife there will struggle because these guys are aggressive, hyper-aggressive. Yeah. Uh, food and diet. Humboldt squids are carnivores. They hunt, uh, they hunt and prey on smaller species of fish, crustaceans, everything from crabs, lobsters, prawns, other cephalopods. Even the smaller ones feed on plankton. Uh, small sharks and other squids. Okay, so These pretty much eat everything. Rip sharks apart. Yeah, and it's kind of the same thing, but they get preyed on by sharks too. It's kind right, of that, yeah. that fight, you know. It's yeah. who, whoever probably gets the first, first bite is going to die. Right. Know, the next Who's one's going to die. Yeah. Uh, moreover, their powerful barbed tentacle suck, uh, suckers allow them to strike the prey and retract faster than a blink of an eye. These guys can hit a prey and pull it back in before you can before you can actually register it, like a frog's tongue. Yeah. In combination with their beak, the Humboldt squid can slice and tear easily into a victim's flesh. Plus, these squids are known for being hyper-aggressive. Humboldt squids can hunt alone or in groups of thousands. Oh, my gosh. Uh, the the biggest school I ever witnessed was about 1,500 animals. That you've witnessed? No, that has been witnessed. Oh, that has been. I was going to say, where did you see this? I don't ever been to the Pacific Ocean. Okay. So well, they're not in the Atlantic at all? No. Oh, okay. Different squids. Different squids. When in groups, they uh, in the spring after. Uh, when in groups, they spring after a larger prey and devour them quickly than their smaller victims. One of the Humboldt squids' particular hunting methods is they snatch their prey and pull it into the deep, into the open ocean, until the victim falls unconscious. Mm-hmm. They just sit there and squeeze it like a like a snake. Yeah, until it doesn't breathe, choking it out. Mm-hmm. The Humboldt squids are not classified as an endangered species. However, they still face several threats. The significant threat they face are humans, climate change, and other predatory marine animals. Uh, they're probably going to be the reason other species get wiped out. And it's due to, you know, like you said, the ocean's warming and stuff. They're invading these new habitats. Right. They just cannot handle them. They just come in. We're taking over. I mean, you imagine these things will kill you. And now there's 1,500 of them in a school. Yeah, screw that. Ripping a whale apart. That's insane. Uh, like I said, like many other uh, ocean wildlife... They are also a large commercial fishery hunting activity for the Humboldt squid. Fisheries for these animals are most popular in South America and the west coast of the United States. 
They're mainly caught and, and served to Europe, Russia, and the Asian markets to eat. Oh, okay. Do, do squids, are they the ones that shoot ink too? Yeah, duh, it's squid ink. Do these yeah. guys shoot ink? Yeah. Okay. All, I think all squids do. I don't know of any species of, of squid that does not shoot oh, ink. Oh, okay. I'm not saying there's not one. I just can't, right. I can't, can't think of one. If you uh, can't think of it, that means there's not one. The predators, the Humboldt squid has relatively few predators, most of which are larger than themselves. Their main predator are sperm whales, swordfish, billfish, which are like sailfish and stuff. Okay. And extremely large shark species. Most medium to small size sharks avoid these guys at all costs. <laughs> yeah, I wonder why. Yeah. Like, I've been around for, I'm older than trees. I think I know this is not a good thing to be around. These guys have also been a big pain in a lot of people's butts. They are known for completely attacking and destroying unfamiliar objects to themselves, uh, such as deep-sea cameras and submersibles. Hmm. These guys chew on everything. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. The Humboldt squid's conservation status is unknown, mainly because there are very little still known about these animals at this date. As far as we know, they're not threatened in any way, shape, or form, but that doesn't mean that's 100% accurate because they're very mysterious. We basically see them for a couple hours a day at the end of their feeding cycle. Hmm, Okay. When they come up, you know, they come up yeah. and follow the night layer up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, interesting. The Humboldt squid. The only animal I'm very terrified to be in the water with. Man, that's saying something. I've watched that. I can't remember the name. The big shark diver. And they literally grab him and start trying to rip him apart. Yeah, it's, that would suck. That's, they're curious at first, and they yeah. come in, and they look at it, and he's kind of swimming with him. And then they just start grabbing him and trying to drag him, but he's tied, you know, he's tied to the ship. Jeez, that would be, that's probably one of, would be one of my biggest fears. I was growing up, like, when I figured out that squids, octopus have beaks. Like, imagine seeing that, like, it open up and just seeing that beak, like, rawr, rawr, getting ready to chew on you. Mm-hmm. And you can't do nothing because they got and you they, in their wraps. They have a sh- extremely hard bite. Yeah. I mean, any sort of beak that can bite you sounds terrifying. Because mm-hmm. they're biting through, like, lobsters and stuff like that. Too. Like, it's nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, screw that. What's been the Humboldt squid? Oh, wow. All right. Well, what's your... It's Friday, Jay. Yep. What's your... What's your positive words to go in on, out on? Um, you know, and uh, if you if you have the opportunity, go out and uh, enjoy the ocean. I get that. <laughs> <laughs> go swim in the sea, Cortez. It's not as scary. Attach glow sticks to be. yourself. Yeah, probably don't do that. But get that ocean breeze uh, smell. Uh, you know, put your feet on the beach and enjoy nature. It's a new year. Get out and enjoy nature more. Get some grass in your toes. Some dirt under your nails and enjoy it. All right. I have been the great and powerful mystery. No, peaceful. A great and peaceful. <laughs> and I've been Jay. I can be powerful and peaceful. That's true. Says, well, I don't know any world leader that's ever been. See, you can't be peaceful without being without being capable of extreme violence. Otherwise, you're just weak. Oh, okay. That's I can't remember. I've just seen that on one of these movies with the. You can't. Peaceful means you're choosing not to commit violence. Ah, I see. You're still capable. Yes. Weak just means you're not able. Yes, I agree. It's different. Yep. All right, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Freaky Fun on a Friday. If you want to help the podcast grow, remember to share and give it a five star review.